0: Hey, today's episode is all about simple steps you can take if you hurt someone's feelings. If you make a comment, joke around, or do something that, well, inadvertently, you hurt someone's feelings, whether they're a friend or someone who you just met, but I think more and more, that we understand that we don't have to make it such a big deal we should not avoid it we should address address it and grow from it because we all make mistakes so listen in and hear these steps that are you'll probably like uh duh tammy but sometimes it's a good reminder to realize how simple it really is to make amends so listen in Mm. Hi friend, I am so excited that you're here to check out Her Restored Spirit podcast. If you've gone through something that has left you broken-spirited, maybe it's a divorce, loss of a spouse, or even a child, loss of a job, whatever it is, I know there is restoration in your future. I'm a widowed mom, and I remember what it feels like to emerge from the fog to discover that my loss is not the center of my story, but it actually instilled in me a new hope a new understanding of faith and a new strengthening in my heart, soul, and motherhood. I have finally understood that God has taken my test and formed it into my testimony, and that's why I'm here with you. I want you to step into your purpose, into a newfound joy, and to turn a new page in your book because I believe you are on the brink of full restoration, unlocking a confidence that you didn't know is inside you and understanding how to live more fruitfully with purpose, joy, and permission to be washed in possibility. It's time, friend, to reclaim your restored spirit. Hey, welcome back to Her Restored Spirit podcast. My name is Tammy, and I'm your host. I hope you had a wonderful Thanksgiving. So this is the Monday after Thanksgiving, Cyber Monday, Uh, we just had Black Friday, all of the things, and... I traveled all through Thanksgiving this year. I did, was able to stop and I had Thanksgiving at my cousin's house, which was so much fun. It was, it was, they're just great people. I love hanging out with them. And it was even better to roll up, not have to bring anything because we're traveling, and then leave, like help a little bit, clean up, but then just like roll out. Like it was very relaxing this year. So it was kind of nice. But as we get into today's episode... I want to talk about an incident that happened a couple of weeks ago, and just as I was thinking about it, and as I was talking to my friend, I made a joke, I I made a comment that really hurt her feelings, and I did not realize. She's a fairly new friend, haven't known her for long, don't know her backstory too much, I know a little bit, but I, I know that we all say things that hurt people sometimes, and and I don't know about you, I don't know how you are with it, but I hate it when I find out that I hurt someone's feelings. It is, maybe it's the nine wing in me, maybe it's just the compassion, I the empathy, but I do not like hurting people, especially when I did not mean to. And so today, I just wanted to share a little bit about that and then share three things that you can do because, well, inadvertently hurting somebody and offending somebody are completely different. We are in the day and age where everybody's offended. And I don't know about you, but I'm kind of tired of it. I, I don't get offended easily, simply because if someone else says something to me, a lot of times I don't take it personal. It's not a an affront against me. It And really it says more about them than it does me when they make comments. And I'm not gonna let something someone says really get to me if they're not in my circle. And if it is somebody in my circle, then I like to know why and what's going on and talk to them about it. So we're not talking about if you've offended somebody. What I'm talking about is if you've made a joke, if you've said something that hurts somebody in your circle that you realized after, that it was not intentional, that you didn't mean it the way it came across, or maybe you did mean it, but you didn't understand where they're coming from, so you didn't know the meaning they put behind it. And so today's episode is going to be short, but as I was thinking about it, it just, the older I get, the more I understand people, and the more It's happened to me. I know that there's things that people have said, especially being a widow. Sometimes people say things that they think are helpful but are actually really hurtful. And I've learned to let it go. I've learned that if it comes from a place of love, then I can, well, it still hurts, but I can work through it. And I don't typically need to say something to them unless I know that it would help the situation. But sometimes I joke. I'm pretty sarcastic. I know I haven't let that out too much. I mean, I've said that I am, but I haven't shown that side of me just yet on the podcast. And I'm I'm getting there, honestly, trying to figure out how to show that side of my personality when you may just be getting to know me for the first time, but I'm pretty quick-witted. I'm I have a dry sense of humor. And sometimes I say things that are... Taken wrong. And I don't mean it. I try to lighten the situation. Uh, my cousin, I I make a lot of widow jokes to lighten the mood. Because I figured if I can laugh at it and if I can make jokes about it, it makes people more comfortable around me. And they don't have to tiptoe around the hard questions. They don't have to tiptoe of, oh, what is you know Tammy the widow going to say today? Or what can I... I don't want to say the wrong thing, so let me just not say anything. I'm like, no, let's get it out there. We all have stories. We all have these backgrounds and experiences that shape who we are. And even some of them are really serious. But I believe if we add a little humor to it, if we add a little spunk, a little sass, a little personality to it, because I don't want people to tiptoe around me. I don't want people to worry about asking me the hard questions. Honestly, I would really prefer them to ask me the hard questions because I don't think we talk about the hard things enough. I don't think we talk about the, the taboo or grief questions, the, you know, just if you have a question, ask. So that's one reason why I make light of the situation cuz I want to make sure that everyone knows I'm good. Let's let's laugh, let's be friends, let's connect, but you don't have to worry about my feelings. I can, I am in control of my feelings. And sometimes when I do that, I forget that not everyone's like that. And if you're not like that and you become uncomfortable with things like that. Like, I'm so sorry. I am so sorry. And I also will say that it's time to get comfortable with the uncomfortable. I've said that multiple times, but this is not what this episode is on. This episode is when you inadvertently hurt somebody, when you say something and you didn't realize that it hurt them, what can you do? What should you do? And how can you make it better? Well, the first thing is know your audience. Is the situation, were you aware at all of their story, their circumstance? Because if you weren't aware at all, a simple apology might just suffice. But maybe you are, you know a little bit more about their story, you know about their background, and you still joke about things. And so what should you do? I think the first thing to do is recognize it. Look at it from their perspective, not your own. Step out of your own lens for a moment and look at it from their lens. Look at what their Enneagram number is and understand how it affected them. That's one thing that I love about knowing the Enneagram is knowing that what people's core fears are. And if I tapped into that on accident, then that can be a conversation starter because maybe that's something that you need to talk about. Maybe that's it hurt them. But maybe that's a wound that if they talk about, they can also start to scar. They can start to heal. Understanding that their perspective is different from your own. Now, some Enneagram numbers have an easier time doing this than others. I know that Enneagram 8s have a really hard time seeing things from other people's perspectives. Enneagram 9 has a hard time seeing things from their own perspective and typically put the other person's lens on first. So know your number and then know your friend's number. Um, my friend and I, we talk about how we really wish that everyone would just wear a collar with their number or a, a badge. So you know going in like, oh, she is an Enneagram three. Got it. I know how to connect with her. I know what her core motivations are and what you know, she likes to do or, you know, in general, we're not going to typecast people, but you kind of get it. You get the, you know, oh, they're a seven. They're going to be a lot of fun. And let's just invite them to a party because they'll, they will take the center stage and I can step back. Things like that. But if you recognize how you hurt them, that allows you to grow in the situation as well. So recognize it, own it. That's the second one is own it. Whether you did it on purpose or an accident, I talk to my kids about this. Even if you inadvertently, even if you accidentally are doing something and you hurt somebody, even if you didn't on pur- do it on purpose, say you're sorry and own it. Because the matter of fact is they are hurting. And the same as adults, it's hard to admit fault. It's hard to be vulnerable and say, I'm sorry, I did not mean it that way. But the more we do that and the more we set our ego down and realize that, well, I I didn't do it on purpose, the easier it is for others as well to do the same thing. It gives them permission to own their stuff as well. And maybe there's times that they feel that they've done, you know, offended you or hurt you And having that open conversation allows, well, communication, it goes back back and forth and your relationship can actually deepen. So the first is to recognize it and recognize it through their Enneagram number, not your own. Now, if you don't know their Enneagram number, that's okay, understand kind of Ask questions or just step outside of yourself. And even if you don't see how they were hurt, realize that their, their feelings are valid, whether you agree or you understand or not. The second is to own it. There are so many things that we could fix in this world if we own our own stuff. If we own what we do, what we say, how we feel, what we think, just own it. Just take responsibility for yourself, good, bad, indifferent. And then you get to choose if you continue on that path or if you want to change it. And then the third is to apologize, like wholeheartedly. Apologize. Now, the the more friends, the deeper the friendship, you'll know what your friend needs. You'll know if she needs a quick, like, hey. I'm sorry, I did not mean that. You know I didn't mean it. What can I do to make it, make it up to you? Or I won't do it again. Or maybe you need to, hey, I am so sorry. Do you want to talk about it? But apologize from the bottom of your heart. Make it sincere. Let them know. Ex- you know, you don't have to explain why you said it. Maybe you do. That's, that's up to you. How you apologize is up to you, but just own it. And just do it for them as well as for you. Set the ego down. Now, the fourth thing is try to fix it. Now, this one is situational. There are some times that you don't really need to fix anything. A simple apology would suffice. Sometimes... Fixing it means sitting and listening to their story and why it hurt them. Sometimes it means learning more about what they went through, like doing research or understanding the trauma behind it or getting some diversity training on why what you said was hurtful to them. And that is completely situational. But again, it allows you to grow. We all make mistakes. We all do. Every one of us, I've made multiple mistakes today. And as an Enneagram One, you know that if I'm going to say it, you know it's true. We all make mistakes. We say things that are taken the wrong way. And I think for the most part, we don't mean to hurt anybody. But when we do, recognize it, own it, apologize, and fix it. And then let it go. Don't hold a grudge. Don't step around that person again. Um, Maybe just get to know them a little bit more so that way you can joke around. Or if it's somebody you can't joke around with, then don't. Again, it's based on what their need is and not your own. Get to know your audience and know those people that you can cut up with and you can make fun of. Again, my cousin that that I joke around with, We know that we can just make fun of each other, that there is a line. We don't cross the line and really hurt, be hurtful, but it's just part of the relationship. We just banter back and forth and it's fun and it helps lighten the mood and we get get to know each other. But I also have a friend who I know takes things really seriously. And so I don't joke around with her. I don't go out of my way and try to lighten the mood. With her, I ask serious questions because I know that that's, that's the place she is and that's who she is. Sometimes I do lighten the mood a little bit, but I'm not, but I do it with understanding. And so that is what I have for you today. A simple tip of if we all make mistakes, don't stress out about it, but take care of it. Get to know your people, what what they can handle, what you can handle, and it's going to happen. We're going to hurt each other. I'm sure that there, I've said things that I, I inadvertently hurt your feelings on this podcast, and if I did, I'm so sorry. And I'm sure I will say things again. The more I do this, the more I realize that my sarcastic personality is starting to come through. And, well, you're welcome for that because it's just fun. We can't take life too seriously. There's times for it. I mean, let's face it. Grief is very serious. But it's also – it gives us a little window. It gives us a little relief to add some humor to life. So that is all. And I just want to say – Thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for subscribing. If you have not given me a rating and review yet, please. I am so close to 100. I would really appreciate it. It's having 100 reviews on pod, on Apple Podcasts is a it's a milestone. You all know how like Facebook algorithms and all of that. Well, when you get to that point, more people are able to organically search and your podcast comes up. The other thing you can do is if you have a friend who would benefit from any of the episodes I've done, send it to them. I would love for you to share, share the podcast with your friends and, and send me your questions. I would love to start doing episodes on here more about questions that I get from you guys. I want this to be helpful for you and not just me sitting here talking. Um, also coming in the new year, I am going to do some amazing interviews. I have some, some great people lined up who have some amazing and inspiring stories of restoration that I cannot wait to share with you. And so the start of the year, which I cannot believe I've been doing this for almost, almost a year now in January, mid January will be a year, which is super cool. But yeah, as we go, I've I have listened to what you guys have asked for and you want to hear other people. You want to to hear other stories of restoration and how God has worked in other people's lives. So that's what I'm going to start doing. I'll still do the solo episodes, but I'm going to sprinkle in some interviews. So if you have if you have a story that you would like to share, send me a message and we'll see. I can't promise that I'll get all of them in, But I will definitely would love to talk to you about your story. If you have a question or if there's a theme that you want to listen to or you want information on, or if you have questions that you want answered, send me a DM and we'll see what I can do. Well, with that, I hope you guys have an amazing week. Happy Monday and or whatever day you're listening to this. And I will talk to you later. Bye for now.